Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Episode 10, Eyes Open. We are gathered here in front of the most powerful international institution in the world to talk about the greatest threat to our existence, mutants. The violence that we have been seeing in our city, in our world, is being perpetuated by these menaces. Just a few months ago, we saw a terrible tragedy take place at Empire State University. A young and promising son of our city, Gary Strickland, was brutally murdered by a mutant extremist group. Marcia, are you all right? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just... Excuse me. What do you think you're doing? I have something to say. The four of you cannot be here right now. You haven't been holding up your end of the bargain. Read it. I don't think you can. Step aside, Seth. Don't make me clobber. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Fantastic. Thank you, Senator Burton. I won't waste your supporters' time, I promise. But I think it's important for them to know who they're placing their trust in. Senator Byrd's rhetoric tonight is deeply troubling. I know many of you have lost faith in those that are different from you. I know you've lost faith in me. There has been so much fear, so much hate. It feels like everywhere we turn, there's a new enemy to face. Senator Byrd would have you believe that enemy is mutants, or my family, or a young woman in the Bronx with a brilliant mind. He would be wrong. But the Senator is not the only one to blame for the friction we felt in this city. You're living in a world that I had a hand in creating. And I know what I have to do to fix it, to make things right. I have lied. I have lied to my family and to all of you. 
Galactus was real. The Silver Surfer is real and still on our planet, though I don't believe that he's a threat to us. But this is the truth. We were on the precipice of utter annihilation, total extinction of not just humanity, but all life on Earth. Get back here! He's too fast for you! There's no way I'm letting a guy on a surfboard outfly me. Whoa! That was close, surfer man. My turn. Johnny, there are innocent people down there. Be careful. I'll take care of it. Reed, I can't protect you and the people below. Go to them. Ben, way ahead of you, Stretch. Hey, Mr. Purple! It's clobbering time! He didn't even feel it! Ben, watch out! He's looking at you! Ben! Uh, I don't know how much longer I can protect them, Reed! Hey! Where'd he go? Johnny, behind you! What? Fantastic Four, retreat now! But we found a way. With the aid of the Silver Surfer, he helped us to rid our world of Galactus, just when I feared all was lost. The threat of Galactus was very real. We were close to losing everything. Closer than you could possibly imagine. But with the Surfer's help, and the help of the Watcher, the other giant, who tried to warn us, tried to hide our entire planet within illusions of fire and rocks. With their help, we stopped Galactus, and he has given his word that he will not return, that Earth is safe from his appetite. But, even armed with that knowledge, I... I was afraid. I am still afraid of Galactus. of all the dangers out in the universe we have yet to face. Dangers that we can't even imagine. So I lied. All the destruction that took place during the invasion, all the panic and death, I wanted to prevent that from ever happening again. So I deliberately misguided two men that I respect. I used them to put a false story out there. Even when it went against everything I stand for. The Daily Bugle is not to blame. They did their jobs. And I manipulated their integrity and steadfast pursuit of the truth. I'm sorry for that. Too many people were hurt out of fear. Fear of what Galactus might do. Fear of each other. 
I thought that in making everyone believe it wasn't real, I would protect the public. I was wrong. My family is here to protect you. That is the job we have given ourselves, the responsibility we've hoisted onto our shoulders. And we haven't been able to do that these past few months. You haven't wanted us to. I understand that. I regret that what I did compromised your trust and our capabilities. I did it to protect you, protect everyone. But it backfired. Even knowing what I know now, I'm not sure I would make a different choice. Senator Byrd is supposed to protect the public. That is his job as your elected official. But he was putting mutants in danger with his rhetoric, with his draft bill. I could read the terrain, see the anti-mutant feeling in the city beginning to boil over. Fear became his weapon to turn us against each other. And I did what I needed to do to stop it. Senator Byrd and I agreed, no, we conspired to put the hoax story into the public. The Senator promised me that he would stop his anti-mutants crusading if I took the blame for what happened on the day of the invasion. I was more than willing to take the burden on myself. My only regret is that my family was caught in the crosshairs. I'm so sorry I lied to you all. I'm so sorry I hurt you. My family has always and will always put our lives on the line for the people of Earth. I thought that preventing more panic about invaders would keep everyone safe. I thought by hiding the truth about Galactus, I would save everyone from the frightening realities, the threats we face. That's what I did too. What? I thought hiding would keep him safe. Very sorry for what happened to the boy ESU. But mutants aren't to blame. We are, all of us, for letting fear and suspicion get the best of us. He wasn't the only person to be killed that day. He, he wasn't supposed to be there. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Marsha, are you all right? Every time I close my eyes, every, every time I see it, he wasn't supposed to be there, and I, I should have. I should have been there with him. Marsha, are you? No. No, that's not what I mean. I'm not a mutant like Gary was. But that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter that I'm not a mutant. I still should have stood up for him. Stood by him. Protected him. Shoulds and words are the twin plagues that rot our brains. What? You can't undo what's already been done. It's you. You were there the day of the attack. Wait, you... You warned of fires and floods. How did you know? We can only see what we open our eyes to. You told me about Alicia Masters. You knew she saw the surfer for what he is. We can only hear what we open our ears to. I don't know what you mean. Their ears are open, here, now, in front of the fantastic man. They are listening. They will listen to you. To me? It doesn't matter whether those who died were mutant or human. No mutants were killed, Dr. Richards. You can't make them the victims. We're the victims here! You tricked us! They have to hear! You will make them listen! It wasn't done maliciously. Marsha, where are you going? She'll be fine. I've seen it. You... You're one of them, aren't you? A mutant. Mm. You and I, we have our eyes open. Senator Byrd promised me that he would back away from this fear-mongering. And yet, here we are. What are you doing? Excuse me. Who are you? I knew Gary Strickland, the boy who died at VST. May I? Um, hi. Sorry, I'll, I'll let Mr. Um, Dr. Richards finish in, in just a moment, but I... <clears throat> um, my name is Marsha Hardesty. I, well, I, I wasn't there that day, not at the Baxter building. I was at ESU. I was taking pictures for the Bugle, and I... He wasn't supposed to be there. Gary wasn't. I know you all know his name. Senator Byrd said it again just a couple minutes ago. Gary Strickland. You've used his name a lot, you know. After the invasion, I was following your press conference, and you like tossing around his name just like he's the reason mutants should be hated. But the very thing that you fear is exactly what Gary was. Gary was a mutant. He was a mutant, and he was killed for it. He could manipulate fire, and someone saw and thought that he... I was going to the rally, but we agreed that he wouldn't. We thought it wouldn't be safe for him. He shouldn't have had to hide, but we knew. We knew how scared of mutants people were, are. We knew that people wouldn't understand. They wouldn't understand that he was so much more than a mutant, that all of them are. He was a son, and a student, and a Chuck Berry fan. He was a good man, and he was mine. 
We were gonna get married. Um, no one knew. No one knew we were even together. We made so many choices out of fear. And that day, Gary decided to be brave. He decided to join his fellow mutants and stand up for what he believed in. And other people's fear punished him for it. Your fear is punishing all of us, Senator. I'm proud of Gary for what he did. He was brave, and he fought for the right things, and I'll always be proud of him. And I understand, Dr. Richards. I understand why you do this, why you would try to protect us from our own fear. I'm not saying it was right, but I do understand. Thank you. I, uh, I just need everybody to know the truth. Gary Strickland was a mutant and a good person, and he didn't deserve to die. No mutants do, no matter what Senator Byrd says. And the Fantastic Four don't deserve our scorn. They're doing their best just like us. They make mistakes, but they're trying. We all do that. Death doesn't always have meaning. I know that. I know that life isn't a neat story. But please, have Gary's death mean something. Let it mean that we won't be afraid anymore. Well, thank you for listening. Just thank you. Thank you for that, Miss Hardesty. I hope I speak for most people here when I say that I am incredibly sorry for your loss. Gary sounds like he was a wonderful man. Marsha. That was boss. Yes, very well said. Thank you. I know. I'm shaking. I, I can't believe I just did that. That was amazing. Peter, hi. I got some really amazing shots. Oh, great. Sorry, you probably don't care about that right now. No, oh, no, it's, it's okay, Peter. Um, thank you. You gonna sell them to the Bugle? We'll see. I I'm guessing you guys are gonna write another article? Sure looks like it. You don't sound that upset about it, Mr. Yurik. Oh, I'm never upset by the truth, Miss Hardesty. I'm just lucky to get to be the one to tell it. You did that tonight too, kid. You're going to make a great journalist someday soon. Though you should really focus on stories that you're not close to. <laughs> Ben's right, but I am very proud of you, Marcia. I just... I had to get it out. I had to tell people about him. I thought that's what your documentary was for. That's what I thought too. But I think... I, I think it's about a lot more than that. The Senator's rally yesterday took an unexpected turn. After months of silence following the Daily Bugle expose, the Fantastic Four made an unexpected appearance. Dr. Reed Richards took to the stage, where he made a startling confession. Dr. Richards conspired with Senator Byrd, agreeing to take responsibility for the Galactus invasion if the Senator halted his anti-mutant agenda. The confirmed facts of the genuine Galactus attack 
published today in a Daily Bugle retraction of their original story, has New York City on edge. Though Dr. Richards assures the public that Galactus will not be returning, his mere existence is seen by many as a cause for alarm. Meanwhile, the mutant draft bill has been withdrawn and all restrictions on the Fantastic Four's activity lifted. Dr. Richards gave a press conference earlier today in which he announced a new initiative aimed to support young scientists with controversial figure Charlie Martinez as the first beneficiary of this program. More on this story as this develops, but for now, things seem to have been set to rights. Death doesn't always have meaning. I know that. I know that life isn't a neat story. But please, have Gary's death mean something. Let it mean that we won't be afraid anymore. Oh, hi, Mr. Sheldon. How's it coming? It's coming really well. I'm nearly done, just making some final adjustments on the newsreel from the bird rally. It's still so strange that there's newsreel of the speech I gave. It's good. It means more and more people are going to hear it, especially once your documentary is out. I hope so. Do you want to see it? <laughs> That's why I'm here, isn't it? You said you figured out the ending. Yeah, it's a mix of a bunch of things. Newsreel, interviews with people. But the chat we had the other day was the final piece of the puzzle. You ready? I'm ready. I appreciate your faith in me. I know that I've lost so many people's trust. And I will do everything I can to regain it. I'll admit, I was surprised by Reed's confession. I thought we were going to have to drag the truth out of him. But Phil was right. The Fantastic Four? They have integrity that I'm not sure many people can claim. Of course, there are still things to discuss. Fights to be had. But I have great sympathy for what my husband was trying to do. I don't appreciate that he kept us in the dark, but as I've said... Genius is sometimes best left alone. You know, I don't know that I believe that anymore, Sue. I think genius just might need a lot of support. Or a lot of looking after. I just want everyone to remember this next time I do something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fantastic's second confession shook the world for a second time. If the initial hoax story threw the city into a state of turmoil that Mr. Fantastic feared, confessing that he hadn't been honest seemed to shift things back into their rightful place. There are still those who fear mutants and the Fantastic Four, and we know there are lots of things to fear besides but faith was restored in some of the most doubting hearts. It's challenging when your gut and the information in front of you don't match up. That cognitive dissonance can tear people apart. Like you and Mr. Yurik, you mean? Ben and I had our disagreements, but we were never against one another. I just couldn't believe that my marvels could do something as underhanded as stage an attack. But Ben recognized that there was something wrong, something that didn't line up with the rose-colored view I had of them. And he was right. But it wasn't what we thought. What do you mean? There was something misaligned with the Marvels, yes, some grit on the lens. But it wasn't that they weren't heroes. It was that they were human. I couldn't always see that. I saw them as something more, something better. And the truth was that it wasn't what either Ben or I thought. They weren't all good or all bad. They were just people. 
Reed's confession proved that. So do you still think of them as marvels? As something worth looking up to? Of course I do. They are flawed, and they make mistakes, but so do we all. If anything, the marvels and perfections are what make them extraordinary. If they can save the world and travel the universe despite those human failings, that means we can too. We can all be marvels. Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, written by Lauren Shippen. Starring Cliff Methodman-Smith as Ben Urich, Anna-Sophia Robb as Marsha Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Reed Richards, and Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Directed by Paul Bay. Produced by Jennifer Minnell, Harry Goh, and T-Square. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Misha Stanton. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Bird? Oh, my dear, my poor sweet dear. You weren't supposed to see that. <coughs> Featuring David Carl, Ehad Barisha, Francesca Root Dodson, Gabriella Ortega. Jake Hart, Carl Kenzer, Louisa Kraus, Ryan Andes, Teo Rapp Olson, and Walter Richard Turney. First AD and script supervision by Rachel Whalen. Production management by Jessica Shaw. Casting by Suzanne Scheel with assistance from Ariana Rudess. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Dan Buckley, Joe Quesada, Stephen Wacker, Shane Romani, John Cirilli, Sarah Amos, and Daniel Fink. Story editing by Peter Clowney and John Delore. Production assistance from Aisha Murray. Our consulting producers are Kurt Busick, Brandon Grugel, and Ellie Pyle. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman and Michaela Gross. Our associate producers are Kristen Torres and Tribble. Special thanks to Stitcher Studios, Ashley Warren, and SAG-AFTRA. For more information, visit marvelspodcast.com. <laughs>